Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey folks, welcome to the Sloppy Boys, where we take a deep dive into those drinks that you'll love. I'm Jeff Dutton, along with Michael Hanford. Catch me outside, how about that? And Timothy Kalpakis. What is up? Mike, I looked up Catch Me Outside Girl yeah. today. Because she's a real she's a real rapper. She's Oh really? She's ba- she's bad Bobby now. What no, that's from a Dr. Phil thing, Cash Me Outside. I don't really want to know what it means, but I'm into it. <laughs> it's, from, it's from like a million years ago. Um, in the past, you've sort of played a little sound clip and then popped in and said, what up? But this time you just sort of played Cash Me Outside and let it speak for itself. Let the clip do the talking. Yeah, I got a little nervous about making sure the thing was away, bef- uh, taking the phone away before uh, more stuff played. It was a, not a clean, cool drop. And then I forgot to speak. You got nervous. You came up with a thing to do, and it made you nervous. <laughs> you, didn't, you didn't have to do it, but you know, not nervous, but just preoccupied with the sound, the quality, the editing. This is live editing, which is, you know is very difficult sure. to do. I think also it's fair if we're all a little discombobbled because we got a, such a weird drink this week. So everything's a little bit crazy around here. Doesn't it seem like we are living in the upside down? Sometimes? It's awful. <laughs> Whoa! No spoilers. I haven't gotten that far. Uh, I, you haven't gotten that far into stranger things. No, I know what happens. I know Barb dies. Everyone told me, (laughs) but you have never heard. Let's bring the Barb meme back, please, please. Yeah. Barb and star. Come on. I'm kidding. Hey, we love Barb and star. Love that movie. Ooh, made me laugh so much. But I mean, I did put the movie on thinking it was going to be Barb from stranger things. And I spent the whole movie thinking, when are they going to reveal that that's who she actually is? <laughs> and then at the end of the credits, when there was no post-credit scene, I said, I've been wrong. <laughs> I'm Now I'm laughing at the mm-hmm. whole joke. No Demogorgon? Oh, the Demogorgon. <gasps> Gorg me, baby. Hey, want to get into some booze news? I do. Yeah, sure. Do, 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 do. We've got a fan-submitted theme song. Hit it. Hey, it worked. Hey, about time. The call went out and it worked, damn it. Here we go. Oh, shit. It is me, you son of a bitch. <laughs> 
Hey, that was good. Yeah, that was, that was uh, great. A heavy metal band by the name of War on the High Seas, uh, sent to us by Eric Kang. Nice. Where song. are they? Where Dude. are they from? Uh, metal Heaven, baby, or should I say Metal Hell? Now, do you think that was uh, your? Uh, it's it's booze news, or it's what is it? it was booze news time, bitch? Or no, I think sounded that, like that. They did that their one, own. I think that, that was, was Eric Kang. Mike, you don't know Eric Kang when you hear him? No, I just, I mean, it was so affected. I was like, huh, I don't know. <laughs> we, uh, I, I didn't give them permission to sample my voice. I didn't let them license it. Uh, <laughs> booze news. Yes, good. That was great. Uh, Mike, you got some booze news today. What I got, got some booze news. Uh, at the top of my booze news list, I got a couple items of booze news today. This first one is a little thing I found at the store. Look at this. It's called Tip Top. Uh, shots, and it's a little oh. tiny can, like tiny, tiny, tiny can. can of, this is an old-fashioned. They also have Manhattans and Negronis, and I've never heard of it before. I, uh, I'm i going to take a taste of it after we do the main drink, because I don't, I want to yeah. not spoil that one, because I think it's going to be a weird one. Um, but I went on the website, and there's like press, and they have quotes. <laughs> and from Brittany Howard from uh, Alabama Shake, she says, you know, I keep a tip top on me when I'm spending a day on the water. Makes the fish bite. She's an angler as well. <laughs> Brittany Howard. And then Derek Trucks, the guitarist from the Tedeschi Trucks Band said, ooh, that's good. So it's got rock and roll's stamp of approval. Yeah, they're marketing to us uh, indie rockers. And yeah. Mike, when you take a sip, you got to make sure you got a nice pull quote ready. Yeah. In case you want to <laughs> yeah. be added to that can. I, I, I pop it open and sip it. The can's small. Well, it says, <laughs> enjoy over ice or this straight from the This makes me want to pee. More of these and I'll pee. <laughs> but tip top. I'd never heard it before. It was, at the, it was like a, a impulse item at the uh, liquor store I was at. Yeah, we're seeing a lot more of those uh, pre-packaged cocktails. I feel like on Instagram, I'm seeing a lot of... Uh, grab and go old fashions and stuff, maybe because bars are closed. On the about on the webpage, they say their roots are in live music. And I think the whole thing is about like bringing drinkable cocktails besides beer to a show. A lot of the cocktails I've seen prepackaged like that, I'm curious, like they always seem too big. That's a nice little can. Yeah. Because sometimes I see a 12 ounce can that says it's an old fashioned. And I'm like, an old fashioned is like, Whiskey and bitters. Why are you filling up a whole can? But this, this one is, maybe will be that'll be good. It's a hundred milliliters, thirty-seven percent alcohol by volume. Oh. 74 proof. Whew. Packs a punch. It's, yeah, it's a little guy who packs a punch. And it says right on it, whiskey, sugar, bitters. Hey, tip top. I mean, if you guys want to give us money, we'll talk about you all day long in the podcast. We don't need money. <laughs> You're right. Shove it up your ass if you got it. Um Hey, I got some uh, I got some international booze news here. Get ready for this one. Jesus We're ready, Tim. Do I need my passport? Archaeologists have discovered an ancient Egyptian beer factory. Whoa. <laughs> no. Yes. Tim, you're um, getting fooled. This is uh this this <laughs> was uh fairly recently uh, it was on CNN, so uh you know, you trust them if you like. I don't know. But uh, in uh, Abidos, uh, the Egyptian city, the the Ministry of Tourism has announced that they found a 5,000-year-old 
brewery. And when they see brewery, they found like uh, eight little pots. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh, they they say that it's like in, in sacrificial rites and rituals, they used to make this article just says beer over and over again. It's not saying like an early precursor, but they're saying it is, you know, something made of green and water Whoa. that was alcoholic and it was beer. And now this is going to be a tourist destination, which makes me think there's nice. a little bit of a spin on the whole thing. They're just trying to get some tourism going. But yeah, I, they, they called it Bud Ancient. <laughs> every, <laughs> every time I do a, uh, I, you know, have some beers, I do a little, uh, a little brain cell sacrifice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we must be getting kind of low. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's bad. <laughs> um, I can Holy think of shit. a funny video that we should do, which is like we get some, we go to that ancient spot and we make some of the beer there, and then we do a video that's like walk like an Egyptian. <laughs> <laughs> we have to make the beer. Could be good. We can't just go there and do that. We should make the beer first. We should make the beer. <laughs> walk like an Egyptian. Do you remember a funny beer song we used to sing around the house? I'm surprised it hasn't made it on the pod yet. Mm. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Um, you got to have coos. You got to have bud. You got to have wiser. wiser. <laughs> I thought it was drink. You got to drink coors. You oh, yeah, drink yeah, yeah. Bud. Right. That, that makes more sense. You got to drink. <laughs> Good thing. I like separating bud and wiser. You got to have with the bud. song. <laughs> You gotta drink cooze, you gotta drink bud, you gotta drink water. <laughs> and we could have like made more of it because she's got more of a song, but we left it right there. <laughs> Jeff, you you had one too that was very short and it was cocktails. Ooh. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> it's short. Well, it's almost not even a song. You can stretch it out. <laughs> um well I've got some more booze news. Are you wrapped up, Tim? Yeah, go for it. So you know, last week we talked about, because I had, I was the last one with some sweet vermouth left. I think you guys had used all yours. And we talked about uh, Andy McDowell's drink in uh, Groundhog Day. Groundhog Day. Yeah. yeah. And I went, I, I kind of, I tried it and I made a thing. So I recorded my own thing, like as I was making and drinking it. Uh, mm. I did a little side podcasty for the, the main. So we can play that now and, and listen to what I uh, came up with. Here we go. This is a nice little feature at Mike. This is cool, man. Yeah. All right. I am making Andy McDowell's order in Groundhog Day, the sweet vermouth on ice with a twist. I've got uh, the Martini Rossi uh, vermouth here. It's red. It's a, a thing I don't usually love. <laughs> uh, and I'm just going <laughs> to pour it over the ice here. Oh, oh shoot. Oh, God. I thought I turned that off. <clears throat> Hello? Yeah. Oh, hey, 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 thanks for calling me back. Yeah, um, okay. Yeah, I talked to Desmond in the warehouse, and he said that he would tell you and you would call me back. Great, thank you so much. Um, just to fill you in, I, I don't know how much he told you, but um, I was on your guys' website, specialtyconoms.com, and <laughs> I ordered the extra small condoms. And they came, and they were a little too big. Uh, so then I, I went back and I ordered the minis, which I'm glad you guys had. And they came here and they were oh, still Michael. just a little too big. They just kept falling out. Oh, so no. I was wondering if maybe there was something you guys had a smaller than mini, like a tiny or a teeny tiny, anything like that. <laughs> That's what Desmond said. He said he was looking through the warehouse and he didn't find anything smaller than, than the mini. <laughs> no, I know. I must be like 
the only guy who's calling because the mini condoms are too small or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I am. Oh, interesting. Okay, so you have nothing? Okay. Um, hey, babe. Yeah, I'm on the phone with the guy at SpecialtyCondom.com. No, he said they don't have anything smaller than the mini. No, I asked. I asked. No, well, I can't use those because they're too big. No, the condoms are too big. Huh? No, my penis is too small. No, my penis is too small. I can't use the mini size condoms because my penis is too small oh, to slip oh. off. I don't know what I'm gonna do. I'm working on it. No, I'm not shouting. I'm shouting because you're in the other room. <sighs> okay, sorry about that. No, I, I, no, I wish you... <laughs> yeah, I wish you could help me out. Uh, no, no, I actually did. I went to a novelty joke shop and found some prank condoms. It actually worked well, but it was made out of this rubber and not latex, and everything got really chafed and rashy. Like, really dry, and my skin started cracking. No, sir, it has not healed yet. Yes, it is still very sore and stingy. How big? Um, no, I don't mind if you asking. You ever seen a Blue Jay's beak? It's about that size, if not a, you know, a millimeter longer. I always describe it, it's as long as a Blue Jay's beak and as thin as a hummingbird's beak. Hey, can, I, can I ask you something? What was your name again? Samuel. Is there like a, a, a customer service survey or something I can take online somewhere? Because this, this was an exceptional call. Yeah, no, I appreciate this very much. You, you were very easy to talk to. Okay, great. Yeah, I'll check that out. All right, Samuel. Okay, well, you got my number. Uh, give me a call if anything pops up or you find a smaller size. Okay. All right. Yeah, talk to you. <laughs> Bye-bye. Nice guy. Here, okay. <clears throat> okay, uh, here we go. We have a twist here. I'm just going to sort of express that a little bit into the vermouth <laughs> and rub the rim and drop it in. And uh, bottoms up. Let's see how it goes. Oh, okay. This is a, definitely a not order again for me. <laughs> but um, it's not. It's not like crazy. It's not a crazy drink. It's actually. It makes sense that someone might enjoy this. Kind of reminds me a little bit of the Negroni, actually. Not as ashy. <laughs> Okay, signing off with the Sweet Vermouth on Ice with a twist. I'm Mike Anford. Thanks for listening. <laughs> oh, okay. Michael. All right. Michael. There, that was... there is a, there's a certain part of that tape that has got to be pretty embarrassing. I, that is very embarrassing. That was, I did edit it down. I must have uh, exported the old, the wrong file. Of, oh. fuck. Okay, so, you know, obviously cut that stuff out, Jeff. Sure, man. Yeah, it's Mike, Mike, anything for you. Thank you. But uh, yeah, the the vermouth was good. I mean, not good. I hated it. <laughs> yeah, you said you you said you you didn't like it. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't very good. So I'm just trying to get my brain back on track. That was rough. No, that was a uh, you know it can be confusing with MP3s and emails and files because you that name stuff, them all so similarly and you don't yeah. <laughs> but yeah, the the uh, vermouth over the rocks with a twist. It's okay. It's just kind of like you don't really want to drink it. Well, you heard it here first, folks. Uh, Annie McDowell's character has weird taste in drinks. Well, that's let's, hey, let's wrap. Go ahead. Oh yeah, let's wrap up the booze news. Booze news. Boo 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 boo. All right, today we got a drink that is unlike any other drink we've ever had before. I, I think it's an outlier. It's a screwball drink. It's the Trinidad Sour. It's a newer drink from the uh, from the IBA uh, 
what is it called? Contemporary classics or new era section. A new era, new era. Yes, that's what it is. New era. Ooh, we should be wearing new era fitted baseball caps. I know, this. I know, but those they're very expensive, and I didn't know which teams you guys like best, so I didn't. Well, Dodgers, my, baby. Well, I didn't know Jeff. I thought Jeff was maybe a Twins. Lids <laughs> is closed. <laughs> lids, lids is definitely online. I bought my nephew a hat once, and uh, well, that was five years ago, and I get lids emails every single day. So the Trinidad Sour, I like this one a lot because. It's one of those stories, and the history behind it is like, it was made here by this person, and that's all we, there's no, dis, nobody's saying it didn't happen. Right. Where and by whom? <laughs> huh? Where and by whom? He didn't look into that part. He just saw that it was a person and it was a place. <laughs> the Trinidad Sour was created by ex-New York City bartender Giuseppe Gonzalez at the Clover huh? Club in Brooklyn in 2009. Wow. This is only Ooh. a few this years ago. This is the modern era. This is in the age of the internet. Is this guy like a Zoomer? I don't know, but he developed the concept after being inspired by an Italian bartender, Valentino Bolognese. <laughs> oh, meat sauce, man. Hell yeah. <laughs> Mr. Meat Sauce. There was in, in January 2008, there was the uh, Angostura European cocktail competition held at uh, Mood Bar in Paris, and he won with something called the Trinidad uh, Trinidad Especial. But like, so that guy, that guy, uh, the meat sauce guy mm -hmm. came up with the idea to have like a, a cocktail where that was mainly bitters. And then Giuseppe said, I'm going to take that idea and turn it into the West out. Yeah. He, right? he, uh, okay. in like 2000, the year after he, he got the idea. So this drink was not a hit at first because it's like, hmm. it's a, it's bitter heavy. It's oh, like, yeah. uh, so I saw something described as like if a chef started with the spices first and like built around that. That's what this Jesus. drink is. Yeah, I, I always thought bitters were um, not alcoholic. Me too. Me too. But they're like eighty proof, like because because they're they're such a um, uh, they're a non-alcoholic staple at bars when you do bitters and soda. I figured mm -hmm. there was nothing in there. Not so. I think there are bitters that there are bitters that have no alcohol, but these. Uh, Angostura, Angostura, which are yeah. the classics. But this is shocking to me that we're going to drink a drink that is mainly um, bitters. It's like every time you put that little splash in your drink, mm -hmm. you're you're adding a little bit of booze. I didn't know this. Um, yeah, I think that's what be, like this is so became popular because it was a drink that people were like really remembered, and uh, because of its taste is so crazy. Um, but yeah, so it didn't catch on quickly. Uh, it was the type of place in New York City where bartenders said, hey, hey, let me try your drink. You try my drink and spread this drink around. And this guy, John Gersten in Boston in a <laughs> the award-winning uh, bar called Drink. Oh, mm. you know, I don't love the name. I looked it up. It looks like an okay place. But uh, he worked at Drink and ABV in San Francisco. And uh, he started. That's like oh, in uh, in date night when they go to dinner at Claw. Yeah. yeah. Claw? <laughs> uh, yeah. So he kind of made it popular. And <clears throat> Gonzalez recalls working at the Clover Club and having a guest come in to say that they wanted the Trinidad Sour because he had it at Drink. Oh, so it got more popular. And even, and then he realized how big it was in 2018. Uh, he was working in Las Vegas, and a guy ordered it because he had it in London. 
Oh my god! This is a drink that moves. This drink is flying this around. Is the Gi- world. Giuseppe left uh, Brooklyn, was in uh, Vegas, and then a London guy ordered his own creation right. from him. Yeah, so it's that's it's, amazing. Man, it's on the. Move. It must be what a crazy life to be a bartender. And to invent a drink, and then you're just like, well, I guess I'll go about my business bartending. I know. And then every once in a while, somebody comes up and requests the drink that you yourself created. <laughs> you should be getting royalties. I was wondering why, how many people have created a drink who do get paid for it, if that is, I don't know how you, I don't know. I don't know how you patent that. I'll have to look into it. <laughs> I'm definitely going to look into that. <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, maybe you could look into that and record yourself looking into it, and then maybe you'll have a phone <laughs> call about your tiny dick or something like that. <laughs> no, what are you talking about? We're, that Jeff said he's going. Jeff promised oh, me he's going to edit that part out. I forgot we cut that sorry. because I cannot be trusted. I don't know what these files. I got so many files on this computer. Um, Gonzalez has said that the reason it's so popular is because nobody can imagine what it tastes like. It doesn't follow traditional cocktail formula, which is part of its appeal. That's what's so exciting to me about this thing. Mike, I can't imagine it either. What is it going to taste like? Ugh. I can't figure it out. Let me ask you this, though. Did, in your in your research, did you find out why it's called Trinidad Sour? Is it because bitters are made in Trinidad? I know that Angostura well, is a place in Venezuela, I believe. Well, Tim, you've uh, <clears throat> completely stepped on the next part of this <laughs> first presentation. <laughs> I, sometimes I should just shut uh, yeah, my I huge think maybe mouth. wait till I say, and that's my presentation. Who has a fucking question? Yeah, so Tim had it, knocked it right out of the park again. Um, why is it called the Trinidad Tower? Angostura bitters were invented as a tonic in Venezuela after a... a the town called Angostura, which is different, is a different name now, by Johann Gottlieb Benjamin Siegert, a German surgeon general. In 1830, he began to sell it. It got bigger, and he sold to other countries in 1875, and the plant moved to Port of Spain, Trinidad, where it remains today. Ah, there, there you go. go. You're probably thinking, okay, that's all very good, but who is that on the label? Well, that's, that's just <laughs> I, Emperor. Wait, I wasn't thinking that. No, some people are. That's just. I know for a fact I wasn't. Mike, don't put words in our mouth. <laughs> that's Emperor Franz Joseph I of Austria in, in profile. That's all that is. Here's another question for you, Mike. Yes. How come no fucking bitters company can get an appropriately sized label for the goddamn bottle? I think that's part <laughs> of the thing. I think that's kind of cool. No, they're all every bottle of bitters I've seen is wearing a turtleneck. Are you thinking of Worcestershire sauce too? That came with a bit of a neck. Yeah, uh, the uh, uh, Lee and Perrins. <laughs> I'd like to see for once in my life a giant bottle with a teeny little label on. Yeah, you can't <laughs> read that fucking thing. No yeah. label at all, just a big clear bottle. That would be nice. So you want to know what's in this? I'm sure yes. you guys are saying what's in this thing. Yes, yes. Forty-five milliliters of Angostura bitters. Insane. So we're talking an ounce and a half. That's a whole shot of bitters. I've never heard of such a thing. Unheard of. Unprecedented. They, they were right. Whoever said that it's people are interested because they can't picture it. No idea what this is going to taste like. I have no idea. No idea. And the picture of it, too, which is so interesting uh, that we saw in the ABV. Uh, what is it? ABA? IBA. IBA. List. It has a little like piece of cloth clipped to it. I don't know what that's all about. <laughs> yeah, the garnish is a clothespin pinching <laughs> a, a bitter's label to the rim. <laughs> I always garnish that way. Continue, Michael. So after the Angostoras, you're going to do 30 milliliters of Orgeat syrup. Orgeat. 
Orjat. Orjat, baby. Yeah, that's an almond uh, almond syrup. Delicious. I. It's in uh, Mai Tais. So if you're a Mai Tai maker, get get some. So if you're, say, you're saying Orjat. Orjat. If I had gone to the three liquor stores I went to and said the word correctly, I might... I didn't maybe not have to go uh, get it on Amazon. You might be in a completely <laughs> different situation now. Yeah, I have it, but it came from Amazon. <laughs> I had this uh, orgeet. Why don't you get out of here, son? Okay. I'm starting to think you're an orgeek. Come on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, what else we got, Mike? The next up, 22.5 milliliters of fresh lemon juice. That sure. is weird. Uh, 22.5, yeah. whatever. A little less than an ounce, yeah. 15 milliliters of rye whiskey. Half ounce. We got the ri- whiskey rye leftover from our Manhattans. Easy. There we go. Perfect. The method, what you do here is you pour all the ingredients to a cocktail shaker. Love that. Shake it well with ice. Strain to a chilled cocktail glass. The garnish? Well, that's not applicable. <laughs> um, nice try. A lot of people are like, oh, it, it'll, that'll apply. That'll definitely <laughs> apply. If you don't have Angostura bitters, uh, I went to <laughs> bittersclub.com and it had some z- suggestions for other uh, brands. And it also said, like, you can make your own arom- or aromatic bitters, but nobody's doing that. The only no bitters I recognized was Push- Pichard's, P U I C H A U D. Oh, Pichard's. Yeah, that, Pichard's. that's Pichard's. like a, um, that's a New Orleans a one. one. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a lower ABV, I believe. Because every, every place I went, they're like, we have this. I was like, I have that, you idiot. I need. <laughs> Angostura <laughs> and Orgeet. Well, Tim, you got Angostura, right? Yeah, Angostura. Tim and I are getting fucked up. We got those big old labels hanging off our bottles. <laughs> um, yes, so uh, just to go back to the uh, Trinidad, the thing that made it different, the Trinidad uses lime instead of lemon and Pisco instead of rye. I don't know what Pisco is. I've never had Pisco it. Pisco is like, it like comes out of your penis when you have to <laughs> drink, you go. drink too much. <laughs> Very good. Very good, Tim. Um, well, I can't think of any time on this podcast when we've been at this moment in the show and I've I've been so at a loss for or or so curious as to what this will taste like. Even I, the bull shot, I was like, I, I've had beef stew before. I know what beef broth mm-hmm. is. <laughs> yeah, I have no frame of reference for what's about to happen. Uh, so no cheats when we make them. This, these first sips are going to be true first sips. Yeah. Yep. And and don't don't uh, don't do what you guys usually do and have little tastes of each thing as they go in. No I'll cheats. I'll do what I want to do. <laughs> no, 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 I like it. I'm imploring you, please do not. <laughs> Here's what I'm going to do. I'm just going to pour a little bit up my butt. That's it. <laughs> it seems to be the only way you know how to drink anything. <laughs> Come on now. Um, let's do it. We'll be back. Bye. Hey, folks, we want to er, pump the brakes on this episode and talk about a great podcast called Bizarre Albums from our good, good pal, Tony Thaxton. This is a great one. Tony explores the weird side of music, celebrating and telling the stories behind those strange albums that make you wonder how and why they exist. He does deep dives on albums released by pro athletes, actors, fictional characters, and those albums where musicians or bands just took a crazy, weird left turn. The episodes are short digestible they're 15 to 20 minutes full of pop culture trivia nuggets you'll hear stories behind albums by bruce willis shaquille o'neal macho man randy savage freddy krueger and many many more and he even does an episode on ham's brewing company they put an album out in 1965 it's really great new episodes drop every tuesday everywhere you listen to podcasts tony's got a patreon that's great so do yourself a favor drop 
everything you're doing right now and go listen to Tony's podcast, Bizarre Albums. It's fantastic. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. The Sloppy Boys is sponsored by BetterHelp. Hey folks, Mike Hanford from The Sloppy Boys here, and I wanted to ask you, do you ever have this feeling like you gotta get something off your chest? You know, you're walking around with something, and you got, I just gotta tell someone this, I just gotta fix this thing. It happens to us all. We all carry around these different stressors, big and small. That's just how it is. But when we keep bottling it up, it can start to affect us negatively, and that's not good. But therapy is here to help. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest, and to figure out how to work on whatever's weighing you down. Now look, you know me, I've been to therapy, I'm the therapy guy, I love it. And I gotta say, it does help when you go in there and talk to the therapist and say, you know what, my two co-hosts piss me off on a daily basis, I've got, it's weighing me down, what am I gonna do? That of course is a joke example, but you get what I'm saying. You can tell the therapist what you're feeling, and they'll help you learn positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself, and it isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. Now, listen to this. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. That's right, you. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. That's pretty good. So, folks... Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash SloppyBoys today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash SloppyBoys. Go in there, talk to somebody, get it off your chest, have a great time. Okay, we're back in Trinidad Sours in Hand. Whoa. And let me describe what we're looking at here. This is a deep red brown. Yeah. Looks like V8. 
like beet juice. Yeah. It almost looks like what I thought the uh, the bull shot was going to look like. Oh, yeah. So if, if you should swap looks. If you, if you pour yours out, folks, and it looks like uh, beet juice, don't blood. <laughs> yeah, don't worry. It was so funny. Did you guys pop the little um, plastic thing off the top of your bitters? <laughs> no. Or did you? No, yeah. I just shook it for like 15 minutes. <laughs> Me too. 15 minutes of... <laughs> what a fool. Okay. Here we go. Here we go. Bottoms up. Ooh, wow. Hmm. Ooh. Oh boy. It almost has a um a taste and then a mid taste and then an aftertaste. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I've never like, you know, when you hear like um connoisseurs of why have uh, food and drink talk about stuff mm-hmm. like that? I'm like, what are you talking yeah. about? It's one. This is like the first time I've ever. Wow. What notes are you getting, Mike? Licorice. It almost tasted sweet when it first hit my mouth. Yeah. And then it gets uh, different. It kind of shoots in the to the back of your throat. Oh, this is fascinating. I mean. I'm giving it a real swish. It's really weird. It's 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 pungent. And it, it's it's funny because it had that juicy look, but it's frothy on top, mm-hmm. and it's really like uh, it's got a holiday taste. It's got a Christmas taste. Yeah, it's almost like a little yeah, yeah. smoky. It, you know what's so funny about this? I can't like as you drink it, and you know we were just talking about the different flavors are going everywhere. You're like, oh, it tastes like this. Oh no, it kind of tastes like this. Oh, this reminds me of that. <laughs> like I really have never coaster. had anything like this. It's Ooh. pinging and panging all around my, my mouth. My first reaction is that this is like too fancy t- for the sloppy boys to be drinking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, like if, if I were handed this at a bar, I've never been to the Clover Club. Mike, it's in Brooklyn. You I looked go. it up. It's it's a nice it's a nice place. Uh, I, I haven't been there. I just looked it up. But it's it's the bartenders. I think wear not like the twirly mustache. They're not like, like caricatures of shit. yeah. Uh, just like a nice black gloves, <laughs> um, because it's like they were nice, like a, a vest with a tie and stuff. Like they, it's a, it's an event. Even though it's cold and frothy and everything, it's like it's it's whiny, you know, because like, it's like a dark red wine, but with a with a sort of whiskey flavor. Man, this is the first drink that I've really had to like. I stop down and I experience each sip. Yeah. Usually I'm like, this sucks, or this is good. <laughs> but I feel I've had it just this makes before. me feel makes me feel so unqualified. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Jeff, as long as you're editing things out, edit that out. We're qualified. I feel like mm-hmm. we never we when we started this podcast in the first episode, I we did say, hey, we're a band, and now we're doing this. Mm-hmm. But I don't think we came right out and said that we don't know anything about <laughs> alcohol. And I don't think <laughs> I don't think we fessed up and said, basically, the premise of this podcast is that we have small brains. Do you think I sort of uh, tipped that when I said Orgeet? <laughs> yeah. People are, what, like 16 episodes in and then they're just like, <laughs> Orgeet, this guy's dumb. Oh, they don't know what's going on. This is the, We've tasted things that we said we didn't like. We've tasted things we said we love. But this one, I will say, I am. I think this is delicious and I'm loving it. And I wish yeah. I had... The brain that could explain why. The brain to explain. Well, I think we just keep continuing on with this podcast and we will develop that brain while simultaneously destroying it. Yes. <laughs> It'll be like flowers for Algernon. <laughs> you know what I love is that that was a lot of orgeat to put in a drink, 
But this is not too sweet. No. Uh, it's so no. bitter because of the bitters. Because of the bitters. bitters. And they keep flip-flopping around. Mm. Yeah, the pingin and pongin is... Uh, I've never ha- had a drink or any- anything taste... Like, <laughs> have three different tastes within, like, two seconds. Yeah. It's got that thing... I mean, I guess it's just bitters and bitter. You know, when they say that this was early, like a cure-all, like a snake oil type of thing that you would sell yeah, as tonic, a, yes. Yeah, tonic. I think it, the the real science behind that, I read somewhere that bitters, your, your body reacts to bitterness by being like, okay, time to make some saliva and make some stomach acid and stuff like that. So it is a good digestive mm-hmm. because it makes your makes you have better digestion. And bitter... Like, it's so bitter, it's sucking my mouth out of my head. It's like that, you know when you have those wine, and I th- they call it, maybe it's like stringent or something is, is the adjective, but uh-huh. if you have like a really dry red wine, like a Pinot Noir, and it makes you go like, it makes mm. you make a tart. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. sucking, it's like there's a vacuum on my tongue and it's pulling <laughs> my taste buds out of my face. Wow. Tim, now it's time for me to school you on something. It's called Peanut Noir. Um, <laughs> oh, fuck, I blew it. I don't know if you guys noticed this while uh, Tim was speaking there. My tongue came out of my mouth and up to like eye level and said, what are we doing here, man? <laughs> <laughs> um, dude, a little help here, dude. This is this is not like I, I gave you a pass on the uh, jalapenos on popcorn, but this is something else. <laughs> it's funny. It's not it's not at all like a sour beer. I guess that's, I was kind of expecting like, oh, sour, alcohol. I know what sours are. I don't like sour beers. Uh, it's the opposite. This is, bitter. this is great. This is a bitter fun is drink. Sours nemesis. Really? Isn't that? Like bitter and sour and salty and sweet are the different tastes. Uh, they're, okay. all, they're all different corners. I only know sweet and savory. I can't believe that I'm drinking this in my shitty home. It tastes so, <laughs> it tastes like I should be somewhere else. I know. Maybe. I should be standing near a grand piano. I rented a room mm. at the Plaza Hotel, the penthouse suite, to have this mm. to do this podcast. Much like Kevin McAllister. Mm. Woo! This is a real sipper. You don't take a big gulp. Like if you take, I just took like a teeny sip, and it was a different taste than when I took like a larger sip. It's boy Giuseppe Galzano. Uh, what's his name? <laughs> Giuseppe, Giuseppe Gonzalez. Gonzalez. Giuseppe Gonzalez knows what he's doing. He was on to something. This is- I started this podcast episode today thinking like, if there's one thing I know, Giuseppe Gonzalez is an airhead bimbo <laughs> dick. <laughs> and now I'm eating my words. I'd like to have him on the cast. I'd like to give him on, get him on here and uh, pick his brain. What are you thinking, you crazy son of a bitch? Yeah. Now, why isn't it like, it should be, I mean, it's strong and has a lot of taste going on, but I can't believe with an ounce and a half of bitters that it wasn't like undrinkably weird, you know? Right. Yeah. It's so weird to put a half a, a half an ounce of a, a, like a main liquor, like rye in something. I looked at the bitters, my, my Angostura classics, 90 proof. Ooh, really? It's like, it's like 44 plus. It's like 44 and some decimals. Did you get, there's Angostura bitters and there's like Angostura orange. Yeah, I got, these are classic Angostura. Yeah, me too. How much... I bought it so long ago, I don't remember. A bottle of bitters, is this cost effective? Uh, like, are those bottles cheaper or expensive? I got mine for like 14 I think. And it's a small bottle. It's it, it also may have been the shop, too. It was kind of a bouge. Here's what I'm going to do. My, my new party move, when COVID's over, 
Mm-hmm. Uh, if you invite me to a house party, I'm going to walk in and you look at my hand instead of a bottle of beer, bottle of bitters. And I'm, <laughs> and everyone's like, hey, get the fuck out of here. Get out of here, you weirdo. You freak. Do you remember uh, a friend of the podcast, Dave Ferguson, brought home, I think he was in Europe, and he brought home these little tiny bottles of bitters? Mm. Like it was like mm. a one sip type of thing. And uh, I did not enjoy those. And I told it to his face. I said, Dave, I don't like this, and I wish you wouldn't do this to me again. Do you guys feel your uh, digestive systems kicking into high gear, ready to di- digestive all of yeah. you? Yeah, well, I just shit my pants, so yeah. <laughs> I feel my uh, my anus quivering. <laughs> I saw, like, I noticed uh, behind both of you guys in the Zoom, I saw all these brown splats on the wall behind you. <laughs> I didn't know what that was about. With every sip. I noticed, Jeff, on your Zoom, I saw your anus pop up into front of your face and said... What are we? No what way, man. <laughs> You're crazy. I'm out. Dude. No. I tap out. Absolutely crazy. Uncle man. I love you, dude. But you crazy. What do you guys think of this uh, adjective to describe the drink? Would you say it's velvety? Ooh, Timothy. At times. At times. But then it can be prickly as well. But that's what's weird is velvety makes you think it's smooth, but it's it's smooth in texture, but then it's so bitter Jesus Christ. It's complex. It's complex. This thing is a damn shapeshifter. It's a you complex got a shapeshifter drink. On your hands. It's, a, it's a conversation starter for sure. We got to farm out a segment of this episode to uh, some actual cocktail guys to uh, come in and say, well, you know, it's got these notes and those notes. And then we get to have it on our podcast. But yeah, I will say uh, after the f- you get a cool splash at first because it's cold. Mm-hmm. You get a nice cool splash, not too sour. And it's welcoming. And then you get this little bloom of like a smoky, bittery thing. Do you guys get that like smoky thing? Yeah. I don't know how else to explain it. I know. I don't know. I, I know what you mean, though. Earthy, smoky, little bloom. A little pinch. Like it's a little pinchy. It's pinching you. Ow. Ow. When Ow. You, when you guys, <laughs> when you taste something, like if uh, I think like wine, ta- would you taste this the way you're supposed to do like a wine tasting where you put your mouth and go like... And and we should. This is fancier than any wine I've ever had. Yeah. What's that thing with cocktails where it's like one of sour, one of street sweet? Oh boy, I'm drunk. <laughs> one of sour, one of bitter, one of yeah. sweet, one of shitter. Something old, something new, something <laughs> yeah. borrowed, something blue, something brew. What this drink is one where I'm feeling all I'm feeling this. Sweet and, and yeah, that much orgeat that it's not too sweet is crazy. And to squeeze lemon juice, but it's not really sour. My head's spinning, man. This is a drink where I can feel it uh, like feel making it. <laughs> making my uh, face warm. Like I can f- get, yep. you get that like, hey, I'm pretty happy and warm here. Yeah, I get I feel some pink cheeks coming on. Me too. But that could have been you guys embarrassing me with what you said. <laughs> Well, you shouldn't have said that that way. Holiday is right, though, Tim. Yeah. Yeah. Damn, I could even picture a little holiday garnish on top. Oh, <laughs> Jeff, maybe a little gingerbread man. It's just me. It's a, it maybe it's maybe it's too soon. Too soon. Jeff, to I don't think you were listening when I said garnish is not applicable. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't apply. If you want to talk garnish, there's the door. The garnish is a little clothespin with a little piece of cloth on it. Was it a, <laughs> didn't we have some drink that had like a sprig of rosemary in it? Yeah. I feel like that could be good. The rosemary Russian? What do you mean? You, you, you like a sprig of rosemary, but you, you complain when you have to have a leaf of mint? <laughs> 
Tim. You're more complicated <laughs> than this very cocktail. <laughs> hey, that would be a cool thing. If we ever get interviewed, uh, which we won't, people will say like, hey, how, so how's your podcast? And we'll say, you know what? We thought the cocktails would be complicated, but it turned out to be our friendships. Yeah. Mm. You know, Tim, I think Charlie Rose would probably take us about now. (laughs) (laughs) Canceled Charlie Rose in his home would interview us. It's like sloppy boys. Great. Can't wait. Love those guys. Yeah. I'm going to molest them while I interview them. (laughs) What? We've got great asses. (laughs) It can't be denied, Mike. So you were saying that the friendships are complex. So then the interviewer would be like, wait, so you guys don't get along? (laughs) (laughs) No, not really. Mm. Mm. You know, mm. when you sip a fancy wine, I feel like there's a lot of bullshit that comes along with it. Yeah. People saying, oh, I taste a little chocolate. I taste some grapes. <laughs> with this, it caters more to like a beginner's palate because it's it's very upfront. Like there's not a lot of bullshit. It mm. really does taste like three different things. Yeah. yeah. And you know what's weird is you have some choice when it comes to orgeat syrup. There are like store-bought ones and then there's like fancier ones and there's homemade. It, it's basically just, you know, the cheap ones are almond and high fructose corn syrup. And then the fancy ones are you, you roast almonds and you get fancy sugar and stuff. We use the fairly straightforward Trader Vic's or Jot here, mm-hmm. but I have the fancy nutty ones. And I, I don't even think this drink needs another like There's dimension. so much going on already. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, you know, <laughs> I, uh, I'm happy I didn't use the fancy nutty one. Mike, what type of orgeat did you have? A, a teeny little bottle? or? or one I'm still getting over the orgeat thing. Um, <laughs> it was big. I think it was uh, it was a person's name. I think it was like RJ something. Oh. Does that ring a bell? Yeah. RJ Mitty from Breaking Bad? <laughs> <laughs> I saw somewhere that it, it's like BJ Reynolds or something. Something right? like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that was like one of the ones that was recommended for this cocktail. I think you got a good one. Nice. Well, it was on Amazon. It came in a day. Woo! On a Sunday. What about Rise? Oh, yeah. Which Rise did you use? I used Sazerac brand Rise. Sazerac, you may remember, is the company that owns Fireball now. Mm. And Fireball, this should have been a this should have been a, a booze news thing, but you know, things don't always happen the way we want them to. Uh, somebody on <laughs> Twitter told us about Fireball brand flavored weed gummies <laughs> brand <laughs> flavored <laughs> weed gummies uh let's get them let's try them oh they tim, might make us high though tim you are gonna fall apart on these things no nope, don't make us high never mind <laughs> i had a weed gummy at bonnaroo man and i think i'm still there <laughs> hey um speaking of bonnaroo and speaking of music festivals i you know how coachella is on the polo grounds out in indio california mm-hmm. sure I was just out there on vacation, Palm Springs, and I drove around the desert a bit. Ooh, I went la, la. to the Coachella grounds, and it was the weirdest thing to pull up there where the concerts happen and where I've been to see great shows. They were playing polo. They really do <laughs> play polo there. There were horses, and there were guys swinging mallets, and I saw a polo game. <laughs> That's The truth is funnier than the joke I was going to make. I was going to be like, I drove up there, and... Coachella was happening. There, nobody was there, but <laughs> all the bands were playing. Radiohead was headlining. This drink, this is fantastic. I, I uh, ooh, I'm going to make this for people, and they're going to be impressed with me, and then I'll finally have my revenge. That's the, that's <laughs> the, yeah. You got to get the revenge on people, folks. If you have enemies who have been slighting you, 
have them over to your house for sort of like a clue type dinner party and then serve them some Trinidad sours. And they're going to say, well, 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 I've been wrong about you. It's this drink. It makes you a little loose. You're just kind of feeling a good vibe. This is great. You got a little mm. tingle going up your spine. You know, you, I could even make another tiny one of these guys. I actually, I think it's because my glass is very small and weird, but I do have like a half of one left. I'm kind of moving on mine. I downed mine and now I feel drunk. Mm-hmm. Mm. Oh, shit. I got to try this uh, old-fashioned. We'll do this right at, at the end of the show. But can I? Is it cool if you guys if I change the subject real quick? That's fine. Yeah, if you have to. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It's a, we can kind of, this is some ebb and flow of conversation. Tim, if you think it's necessary, we're with you. Great. Well, I just wanted to, I've been, I don't want to get too personal in here, but one thing that I've been trying to do lately, you guys both know this, is just trying to be more present, you know? Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, where were you on Christmas fucking morning, my man? I was waiting all day <laughs> for the rap stuff. <laughs> the rap stuff? Mike, do you think Tim is Santa Claus? No, but I thought he might give me a Christmas gift. Not that type of present. I mean, you know, like we live in, would you say we live in the modern age? There's no denying it. Well, there can be lots of distractions these days if you think about all of the sort of everything that's going on. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I've been trying to be like a little bit more... More at peace, more aware, more present, you know, kind of like, uh, you know. Kind of more of everything. Thank you. Yeah, you know, so thank you. Um, <laughs> have you and if, if we, when I'm doing that, like, I was wondering if you guys, have you ever listened with a, with a clear mind and, and a present heart? Have you ever listened really closely to Watermelon Sugar by Harry Styles? I don't even know. I've never no, listened to that song. Well, the song comes I, on. Sometimes you're in the car and you're, dry, you're honking at traffic or it's, you know, it comes on the radio and you're twisting the dial. But have you ever really listened close to Watermelon Sugar? How, how does the song go? I don't know that yeah, song. Yeah, I don't know if I'd know it if I heard it. You don't know Watermelon Sugar by Harry Styles? Uh, Tim, I don't hang out with Zoomers like I, you. I might, I might, but I don't know the, the track name. Well, oh, this is perfect. Basically, it's... Harry Styles, big pop star, has a big hit song, Watermelon Sugar. And let's, I think we should give it to a listen right now, but like, just be, just listen close to what okay. he's actually saying. Cause right. I, it, it sort of surprised me a little bit. Sure. Um, so everyone listening uh, to the podcast at home, just take a deep breath and don't be distracted and see if you really key into what he's getting at here. Yeah, try and be present for once. Good. Tastes like bitters. On a thirsty evening And it goes into a cup mm. I want rye whiskey And some lemon squeezes And some almond syrup Drink it in See? Piss it out What? Oh, yeah. I don't know if I could ever glug without Okay I'm just thinking Whoa. Oh, he sounds better than ever. I don't know <laughs> if I could ever chug without Trinidad Sour Drink. Trinidad Sour Drink. See? Trinidad Sour Drink. Wow. Trinidad Sour Drink. Trinidad Sour Drink. Right? Trinidad yeah. Sour Drink. Are you getting this? It's right Trinidad there. It's right there. Drink. I've never if been you so listen, present. Trinidad Sour Drink. 
Wow. Can you believe wow. that? Wow. Okay, I Damn. do I do know that song. And no, I've never been present enough to hear those lyrics that way. <laughs> See, thank you. Thank you. I'm glad I got present. So hopefully you learned a little bit here that you could just take a deep breath and yep. look around you for once in your life. I also didn't, hearing that song again and being present, hearing Harry hit those high notes is, uh, he sounds great. Yeah, it's a thing you tend to take for granted, but if you really listen to it, like he effortlessly can get mm-hmm. up there. Yes, he's the best. Effortlessly is a good, yeah, no cracking, no, and he's on every note. It's perfect. Oh, yeah. I had, um, I was kind of like looking at the audio waves when we were playing that, just mm-hmm. to make sure that he hit all the notes. And yeah, yeah, he, yeah. he was, I had a tuner. I took out my uh, guitar tuner and hit every note. He's right on. Good. Good for him. Oh, well, that's why he's the best. He's the best. He's one of the best. Way to go, Harry. Uh, what a little treat for our episode on the Trinidad Sour. No, that's so weird. Like, the, um, I didn't even think about that. Like, we were talking about Trinidad Sours. This, I was trying to change the oh, subject. Oh, you wanted to change the oh, subject. Right. You wanted to change right. the subject. Yes. Oh, I remember yeah. you saying the subject you wanted to change. Yes, yes. I'm yes. actually kind of pissed now even uh, that, that the subject has remained. But, oh, that's life. And that's, uh, that's why I said life doesn't work out the way we want sometimes. And that's what happens. Yeah. That's that's a. Can I use that quote? Uh, depends what for, but yeah, uh, just just run it by me. I wanted to um, print it out on toilet paper and wipe my ass with it. <laughs> okay, we'll be right back. <laughs> Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. And we're back with our final thoughts on the Trinidad Sour. Did you make yourself a second round, Jay? Yeah, I had just enough overshot. Uh, I had two-thirds 
of what mm. I needed for Orja. So I made a nice two thirds Trinidad sour. I pulled the rest of mine out of, uh, I put the stuff I didn't use in the freezer and this came out nice and cool. Mm. Oh, a, f- a frozen fribble. But the fact that you made yourself a second round, Jeff, and you didn't have an appointment mm-hmm. means that this drink is not appointment only, is it? This is a free-flowing drink. Drink it to the left, Jeff. drink it to the right. Drink it whenever you want it. Am I that transparent, Tim? <laughs> oh, I see right through you. <laughs> this is another thing we, we could talk about if we ever got interviewed. Tim can look right into my very soul. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because, like, you couldn't you couldn't have a whole night of this. You'd be dead. Yeah. It would be a weird thing to and, do. And and your tongue would be look like a pretzel yeah. by the end of the night. Drinking more and more of this, I'm getting a little like used to the flavor. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was more fun when it was like, whoa, this is exciting. But I think my my tongue has figured it out. So I'm hoping the next time I have it, which I will, mm-hmm. will be better. Well, it also settles down. Or we'll go back to we'll go back to what I previously ex- uh, experienced. When you make it fresh, it's frothy from a, from a good shake. Mm. Uh, and then once it settles, it gets a little more normal. But yeah, this is definitely a fun, like you were saying, you're going to make this for people. This is definitely a fun, like you go out with somebody and it's like, hey, let's get the uh, this thing I've heard about. You're going to, it's crazy. You're going to love it. Yep. I feel like I can't go back to normal foods and drinks after this. <laughs> I'm going to be like, one taste. Okay. <laughs> One taste is such a waste. Have a Trinidad sour. Well, Tim, what do you <laughs> Trinidad think? Trinidad sour. What's, where do you? My live? final thoughts. Delicious. I really love this. Caught me off guard. Thought it was going to be weird. Almost was hoping to be grossed out because yeah, uh, I w- I would have had fun saying Gugh. you sick fuck. <laughs> you know how I'm I'm uh, a bit of an edge lord. <laughs> um, no, here's what I'll say. Like maybe like objectively. I would call this the best cocktail we've had. This is the fanciest. This is the most impressive, most refined. Mm. I, you know, I love uh, I love Tom Collins's. I throw them back left and right. I like a lot of the drinks. Maybe I have a personal proclivity to some of the other drinks, but like this to me is some a way to impress people with a really good yeah. fancy ass drink. I love it. I'll drink it again. The only other drink that beats this one for me is the Bud Light Seltzer Peppermint out of the sweater pack. <laughs> the only one. That, I mean, that's like a daily drink year-round for you. Yeah, I, dr- I drink that on runs. I drink it everywhere. It gives me the runs. I'm kidding. Yep. Watch yourself. Well, that's it for the Trinidad Sour. Oh, it will be missed. I mean, come on. Hey, I don't think we've seen the last of the Trinidad Sour. No, we'll do another episode. <laughs> I know I haven't. Trinidad Sour. <laughs> okay. We got some mail. Shane asks. Well, he doesn't really ask. He says. He demands. Mike asked about apple juice in a cocktail. This isn't quite that, but it's great. The switchback highball. Rye, apple cider vinegar. Whoa. Lemon juice, maple syrup, and ginger beer. Oh. Wow. Shane. That's a weird one. So apple cider vinegar is the thing. Is is like this maybe his jumping off point, but all of those sound uh, crazy. Maple syrup, ginger beer, lemon juice, apple cider vinegar is a thing that I heard is like a good healthy thing to drink. Like you, you put a little tablespoon in a big glass of water yeah, and drink it. Good for your gut. I've been I have been drinking that, 
and thinking, this will be good for my gut. And then I I looked it up. I'm like, what is this actually doing for me? So I, I searched apple cider vinegar drinking, like, uh, you know, drink it, what happens? And all I found were articles saying, like, can you drink apple cider vinegar? <laughs> and then scientists being like, yeah, you can. Just don't have too much of it. If you oh, have yeah, too yeah. much of it, it's bad. And then I couldn't find any legitimate science saying you should drink it. Just being like, you're allowed to. We're not going to make you stop. Is it terrible to tasting? Like, how much do you drink? I mean, it's it's one of my least favorite smells. I'll tell you that. Mm. It, it smells like rotten rank. But yeah, it tastes good. You put you, a little dribble in a big glass of water. Makes mm. you feel like you're doing something for yourself. It's it's a little bit like uh, kombucha taste. It's kind of rank. Well, that sounds exciting. What did he say it was called? The switchback highball. The switchback highball. We're doing it. Sounds pretty cool, Shane. Thanks, Shane. Uh, if you got a question for the boys, you listening at home, email us at the sloppy boys podcast at gmail dot com dot com. Do you want me to do my... I, I forgot to do the uh, old-fashioned. Do it. Do it, dude. All right. Let me do this old-fashioned. Oh, it's tough to get open. Ooh, tip-top. Tough to open. Okay, it's <laughs> open. Smells like a old-fashioned to me. Woo! Uh, yeah, it's uh, going from the, uh, the Trinidad Sour to that. Now my tongue doesn't know what's going on. <laughs> this This would be a lot better over ice or like thrown in the freezer for a while but uh it tastes like an old-fashioned to me tip top does it taste like whiskey it doesn't seem like some weird malt beverage it feels whiskey-ish feels very yeah i'm getting that uh, sort of <laughs> feel does it say to uh set it on your desk for an hour before you open it and drink it it well yeah, let me see here no it's the print's too small in the can i can't read it <laughs> tip top top hat tip to you mm-hmm <laughs> That's what we say. And top hat tip to you listening at home. Top of the pops. Tippy top hat. And that's our show. Follow us on social media at The Sloppy Boys, where we release these recipes ahead of time. Also, be sure to check out our Patreon, where subscribers can unlock The Sloppy Boys Blowout, our weekly bonus episode. That's patreon.com slash The Sloppy Boys. Thanks for listening, everyone. See you next week. Peace out. Toodaloo. Oh!